When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Somewhere down the track, we decided we'd be starting a bobsleigh team, which might be a terrible idea, but would be fun. Tom Walsh had some advice for us. Um, I've just heard a little bit of chat about you trying to fit into a bobsled. And, uh, I, I know for a fact, mate, that uh, your knees are no good, so that'd be no good. And, you know, I, like, I know I wouldn't fit in one, but shit, mate, you don't have much of a hope either. <laughs> wow. So Tommy's just coming and swinging it, Dag. And, well, <laughs> come see me now, mate. I can see three abs on my tummy. You won't. Anyway, it's a funny big Tom. It's funny big Tom is weighing in on this stuff because a man who works very closely with Tom for High Performance Sport New Zealand, making them the beast he is, actually competed at multiple Winter Olympics in the bobsleigh. It's Angus Ross, and he's on the line now. Good morning, Angus. Good morning. How are you doing, bud? Yeah, good, thank you. Awesome. Hey, mate, how's, how's, how are you enjoying the Winter Olympics? Have you been um, you know, having a good old watch on the telly and enjoying it? For myself and Bears, we've been absolutely loving it. Yeah, no, it's been good. I haven't, um, I haven't watched a hell of a lot, but I, I, the bits that I've seen have been pretty cool and nice to see some of the Kiwis doing well. And, yeah, obviously, Zoe... Um, is killing it over there, so yeah, and, and probably we'll do do so again in the in the big air coming up. So yeah, really good. Nice, Angus uh, Baz here, mate. Let's let's cut straight to the chase. So let's talk positions in the bob sled. Is there is there such things? And and if there is, what positions would uh, is in myself fill in the sleigh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are positions. So um, you've got obviously a driver at the front who is uh, the brains of the operation. And they are they are sort so of obviously steering the sled. That'll be me. Yeah, clearly that's clearly that'd be you. <laughs> um, and then then you have the the, the grunt. Is he or bears? The grunt. Uh, <laughs> probably bears. I'm thinking. Um, and then, Why? Then you have the, <laughs> probably. Keep going. Uh, sorry. Obviously the, uh, the guys at the, the guys at the back provide the, the start, and the start is the key part of the um, you know, oh. providing momentum to the thing. So you have you have the the rocket ships supposedly are at the back, um, providing the energy, and then 
they get in, and their work's done. The guy right at the back is the brakeman, who puts the brakes on at the end so you don't crash into the to the, uh, the end of the run. Um, and, but yeah, basically, once the guys are in, they're just sitting there um, trying to stay as relaxed as possible, not to interfere with the movement of the feet on the ice. Because if you move, obviously, it's goes goes pear shaped. Wow, so there's actually quite a lot of sort of craft to it, right? Like, so so the person who's creating all the energy, or like all the um, momentum at the start. So are they they have to be pretty quick, obviously. You know, is that yep. right? Like, because yep. I remember Chris Donaldson, um, the former sprinter, he got asked to do this once because he was so fast. So that would have been his role, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so the um, yeah, essentially, essentially, the faster you go, the first fifty meters, you push for the first fifty meters, and the, the rule of thumb is a tenth of a second in the first fifty meters translates to three tenths at the, at the bottom, all other things being equal. So you want to have the fastest possible guys at the start, and they also need to be quite heavy. And so, because you, there's a momentum factor there. So, if you're light, you have to add weight to the sled. And if you're heavy, you don't have to add weight to this. So, you, big guys pushing a light sled is advantageous. So, so for Izzy, Izzy's actually, you know, he, you are about the right size. Um, because you want to be, in a four-man sled, you want to be around 100 kilos. In a two-man sled, you can average 110 kilos. But, so, yeah, there is a weight factor there that's important. So I'll be, we'll be good in the what two about, man, um, Bez. I'm 105 at the moment, so we'll be good in the two-y. Here we go. Good to go. Good to go. What about what about the characters? Uh, do you have to? What sort of character? Like I had a big Cuban cigar yesterday afternoon. Would that fit well with the personality of a Bob Slitter? Yeah, totally. There's no no aerobic capacity required, so you're only pushing for five seconds. So yeah, you, you're good with your, your Cubans and. Uh, Actually, some some of the German guys, Germans and the Austrians, are famous for having a few durries before they they'd race on occasions. So yeah, it's no problem at all. <laughs> uh, oh. Where would Tommy Walsh go? Would he would he get in a in a bobsled, or it wouldn't really work? Well, you, you'd have to have a pretty skinny driver to accommodate Tom, because Tom weighs nearly 140 clicks. So um, you'd need a driver that weighed about 60 clicks for him to be uh, making weight. I would think. So he <laughs> if he would he, if he, if he would, Joe. <laughs> yeah, he he would, and if he was in a four man, he would he would he'd get in at number two probably, which means he. So you want it's kind of in reverse. So you have the powerful guys in early, and the fast guys get in late because they run a few more steps. So some a big powerful guy like Tom, you'd probably put him in number two, and then you'd have two guys that were sort of Chris Donaldson type guys uh, running in at three and four. Wow, interesting. There's a lot to hey, it. Is. Yeah, there's a lot. So it's like we've spoke about it last Friday. I'm actually keen for me and Baz to have a crack at this. If we wanted to give it a go in New Zealand, where do we go? How do we go about it? Well, you can't you can't do it in New Zealand. That's the thing. You have to go to North America. There's no there's, we can no travel. Yeah. So 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 probably Canada or or Park City in Utah. Um, probably the closest tracks. Or, or I'm not sure if it's still open, but the, the, there's, there was a couple of tracks in Japan, obviously from way back in the day, but I don't know if they get used anymore. So whether they're still open, I'm not sure, but it's Japan or um, Korea are probably the closest tracks. So so the sport of bobsledding or bobsled in New Zealand, it's it's probably non-existent at the moment, is it? There's, there's just no way of these. How were you able to do it in, in 98 and uh, 02? So so we just travelled. It was quite, so, so when Chris Donaldson, for example, got recruited, the whole idea yeah. was to recruit people with 
you know, the athletic qualities that are needed, and then you have to travel. And so the, we tested a whole lot of guys, you know, 30 or 40 metre times, you know, what they could, how strong they were, because you're pushing a 200k sled, so you need strength and you need mm. speed, and then you have to travel overseas and um, give it a go. Wow. Fascinating, fascinating. Look, we spoke to Tom last week. You're obviously training Tom. He spoke about his numbers. He was very, very humble about them, but he splatted them off, mate. How's his training <laughs> been going? And uh, how's he tracking over the last couple of weeks? I know he had that meeting in Wellington. Uh, 21, yeah, he, was, look, he was hoping to get to 23 in the next couple of months. How's he going? Yeah, he's going pretty well. Um, so it's always hard to tell with Tom. When he's, when he's under load, he's... Um, yeah, he's he's a bit depressed with his his performances, and so he's just he's just starting to come out of heavy. Oh, is he complaining? Mode. So, no, he doesn't complain much. He's pretty stoic on all that stuff. He's, uh, but yeah, he, he's so he's he's doing all right, and um, he's he's right on track to be uh, in a good form by World Indoors, which is in March. So I think we'll um, we'll sort of reserve judgment until we get a little bit closer. But I think he's he's looking all right. He's doing some PBs and some various things of training at the moment. So um, yeah, happy days. Nice. Angus, were you a bit concerned as uh, his trainer when you saw him diving around in the outfield in the Black Clash that, that maybe he might be just pushing himself a little hard? <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, I was a little concerned given um, one of the other athletes I work with, um, Emma Twig, did, did a bit of cricket and ended up popping her shoulder uh, diving around the boundary. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we talked about it, and uh, but, yeah, he was he's, he's pretty good. He... he uh, Big guy, he, roll, he rolls pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louis, you got to clip that up when we get Tommy Walsh back on. He rolls pretty well. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, Angus, just just tell us, mate, how much do you love working with these sorts of athletes as well? You work with a number of them. What what is it about them that just sort of really really gets you going? Oh yeah, look, it's totally it's a privilege, um, but the. People, I, most of the athletes I work with, um, you know, you have a bloody good time, and they they chase them to try and be the best in the world, and um, look, that, that gets me pretty fired up. And it's it's just, um, yeah, the pursuit of excellence in any sort of endeavour is, is a pretty cool thing to be involved with. So, yeah, like I, I'm um, very lucky to be doing what I'm doing. Beautiful. Well, quickly before we let you go, do you reckon we could see another New Zealand bobsled team? Representing the the Kiwis at the Olympics, can you can we see it happening? Yeah, yeah, definitely, it definitely could happen. I think New Zealanders are actually quite suited to it because we're, um, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of rugby players are the right size and shape and build and what have you. And I mean, you need to be a little bit crazy and you need to have a little bit of funding behind you. It's, that's probably the major stumbling block mm. because it's, um, it's an expensive sport. The sled costs a bit of money, our time costs money. It's, so that, that's the real issue. How, how much is a sled? Uh, about a hundred grand. Oh, is you go into your sock drawer and grab that out, and we'll get ourselves one of those. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> good, hey, good the sock drawer's <laughs> empty. <laughs> the sock drawer's empty. Angus Ross, mate, absolute champion. Thank you so much for being on on the show with us, mate, and we really appreciate your time. The bobsleigh gets underway tonight at the Olympic Games too. So if you want to watch with the info you've got now, try to understand a bit more, tune in tonight. That was Angus Ross, former uh, bobsledder for New Zealand. We appreciate your time. And current coach of the one and only Tom Walsh. Thanks, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, mate. There you go. <laughs> that was very important. He wasn't really keen to coach us.
Is it really crazy? Uh, no, oh, we can't, bro. We can't do it here. We can't do it here. Baznazi for breakfast, live from Korea, as we go about our work, <laughs> trying to become the bobsled team for New Zealand. And I get to smoke a big Cuban cigar while I'm sitting at the front of the of the sleigh, and you're doing all the power work in behind. That's brilliant. Oh, I've watched mate. So James McDonald in the saddle, just smoking his smoking the pipe, hands and heels, getting espiono across the line. Yeah, very informative. Hundred k for a sled. Mm. Mm. Rich man's sport, bud. Rich man's sport. It's on tonight. It's on tonight. I'm going to watch that now. I'm going to watch it. I think it's a fantastic sport. And you know what? I might even go back to back, back to back into cool runnings. How good. But now's the time, Baz. You know what time it is, mate. You know what time it is. It's time for the UFC Fight Club quiz. The UFC Fight Club quiz. We need two of yous. Give us a call, 0800 150 811. If you are a UFC fan, you want to win yourself a Musashi prize pack worth 50 bucks, give us a call now, 0800 150 811. Team Baz, Team Izzy. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.